Welcome back, friends. Couldn't get enough, could you? Me neither. Last time on a feminist romance novel podcast, Temptations at Sweetwater Creek, Charlotte, April, and Polly found themselves stranded at the Sweetwater Creek Ranch Inn. April brooded over her ex, Beth. Polly staked her claim on the mysterious guest, Dylan. Charlotte immediately found herself butting heads with Jack, the sexy mechanic-slash-ranch owner. After a big blowout at dinner, Jack and Charlotte found themselves trapped overnight in very close and sweaty quarters. Let's see what happens next in episode two, I Hate Your Hat. Due to excessive sexiness, listener discretion is advised. As the sun rose on the warm Texas morning, Charlotte, April, and Polly were in the bathroom getting ready for the day. So where were you last night? I tried to wait up, but all that meatloaf really did me in. I don't even want to talk about my night with Jack. Excuse me? What? Yowza! We were trapped in the barn, it was raining, and it smelled, and we had to stand very close together. It was horrible! Close together, you say? Look, it was really hot. I mean, tight. I mean, wet. I mean, there wasn't a lot of space. So you chose to spend a night in the barn with him rather than be rained on? Briefly? You know how hard it is to straighten my hair. And besides, there was a lot of thunder. It was a little scary. Oh, did he protect you from the big mean storm? No, I don't need his protection. I don't need anything from him. I mean, other than his food, shelter, and mechanical know-how. And believe me, if there was even one other mechanic nearby, I'd be out of here. That guy is infuriating. Meanwhile... That woman is infuriating. Jack and Luke were in a different bathroom, getting ready for the day. Actually, Jack, she seems like a really intelligent and passionate woman. And another thing. I was playing Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, and not only did she not find it sexy, she actually asked me to change it. Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Perhaps the single greatest song ever written on the subject of cowboy sex. I don't know why you insist on playing that song every day. Because I care about animals. I don't care how ruggedly handsome he is. I would never have sex with a man who voted for Donald Trump, probably. We're only here for another day. No strings attached. Yeah, it's your one chance to sleep with someone who's basically everything we hate about this country. Hmm, like how you slept with someone who's basically everything I hate about other linguists? Yay, you introduced me to Beth. Yeah, I said, oh, look, it's that bitch I told you about from my linguistics class. And then you dated her for three years. We were in love. April, we know you were in love with Beth. You know what I love? Nice butts. Let me tell you a story about this time I hooked up with this complete asshole. So you're attracted to her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Well, I, I mean... 
Well, she she's attractive, but I, I'm not attracted to her. Dylan, have you met the new girl staying here? Well, I only met one, and she kept trying to take my pulse. Boston girls are strange. Strange in a hot way? I try not to think about matters of the heart. My last relationship, it changed me. I'm not the man I used to be. And that's why I never have to pay for flights to Sweden. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to put the moves on that sexy vampire, Dylan. There are no such things as vampires, Polly. Yeah, don't be ridiculous. Oh, right. You're saying you don't want to have sex with Jack, and I'm the ridiculous one? <laughs> no way! I would never sleep with him. He's got such a big dick. I, I mean, he is such a big dick. I mean, he could have a big dick. We don't know! Anyway, the next time I see Jack, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> You're going to give him a piece of something. Your vagina! <gasps> vagina five! Stop it! Charlotte returned to her room, thoughts firing through her mind. Contemplating her situation, she elected to pen her thoughts down in her trusty diary. Dear diary, I can't believe we had to stay at this ranch overnight. We should practically be in San Diego by now, but my stupid car decided to crap out on me. Bloody hell! I should have flown, but I thought a road trip would be a great way to spend some time with April and Polly. Plus, it would snap April out of her breakup funk, fucking Beth. But now she was here, Charlotte started to think about how she might make the best of this snafu. I guess I should try to look on the bright side. It's been great spending so much time with April and Polly. I mean, if I get this job, I'll have to move across the country, and then I'd hardly ever see them. I'm sure we'd start out with these big plans to keep in touch and talk every week, but then I get so busy with my very innovative projects for Dr. Nina Pradesh, and April would probably start dating someone new, and Polly... Well, who knows? And then two months would go by, and we realized we hadn't spoken. And then we'd go four months. Or six! They had already started drifting apart. Charlotte hadn't even left yet, and Polly and April were already out of touch. Earlier that day, they'd been insinuating that she had a crush on Jack, which was totally ridiculous. Not to mention, they keep insinuating that Jack and I are a thing. <laughs> They're the ones focused on him. I wasn't even going to bring him up at all. I barely talked about him. I didn't even tell them how the way his hat perfectly complements his jawline, or how his stubble is just the right length, where it's not like five o'clock shadow, but it's not a beard, and you just want to rub your hands on it, or how nicely defined his calves are. I didn't mention any of those things. Yep, now we're cooking. And the whole time, he had something stuck in his teeth, and I kept doing that rub my tongue on my own teeth so he would get the hint, and he kept not getting it. Like, did he think I was some sort of tooth-rubbing weirdo or something? Uh, okay, Charlotte got back to the point. Ugh, and those teeth, so 
perfectly white and sparkling as if he's a toothpaste model. Stop flossing and fix my car, Jack. Has he even been in the garage since we got here? I should go see if he's made any progress. Not that I want to see him again. Just to check. On the car. Yeah. Later that afternoon, Polly was sitting in the dining room surrounded by piles of books when all six foot three inches of Luke walked in. The fan in the corner of the room blew his hair back, ripping his shirt open. Damn it. Now I have to sew all these buttons back on again. Hey, Polly, what are you doing with all these books? I think I'm onto something here, Luke. Yes? How much do you know about Dylan? Dylan? He's been here a while. He is quiet and keeps to himself mostly. Why? What if I told you that he is secretly a vampire? This again. Why do you keep saying that? Think about it. Do you ever see him during the day? Well, he says he has to work all day in his room. He keeps very busy. Have you ever seen his reflection? The mirrors in the bathroom get so steamy. And what about that blood he drank yesterday? Those are nutritional shakes for his iron deficiency. I made him this garlic pizza and he wouldn't eat any of it. Is that five heads of raw garlic? No one would ever eat that. Also, you used all of my garlic. I've literally been throwing myself at him since we met and he has not once come on to me. Maybe he's just not that into you. The only explanation is that he is an inhuman creature of the night trying to control his insatiable bloodlust. I mean, look at me. Tell me you wouldn't hit this. Eh? I am uncomfortable. I'm on to you. Meanwhile, Jack was in the garage, working on Charlotte's car. He paused for a moment to wipe his brow and recite a poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. How does love speak? By the uneven heart throbs and the freak of bounding pulses that stand still and ache while new emotions like strange barges make. Charlotte entered the garage. Catching Jack by surprise. Because uh, I ride upon my horse, who rides horses in the city. And I'm talking to my boys, c- who are also on their horses. We ride instead of driving, because lots of girls like horses. Hey, is the car ready? Let me uh, put this into terms that you can understand. It's... Like when you go to the nail salon. I'm just going to stop you right there. This is 2018. We're not defined by traditional gender roles anymore. Haven't you ever heard of feminism? Haven't you ever heard of a dipstick? What did you just call me? (laughs) Listen, jerk. I don't have to take any shit from a patronizing, redneck, Fox News-watching asshole. How dare you. Coming down here all high and mighty, liberal, 
Obama-loving, climate-change-believing, Gertrude Stein-reading Yankee bitch. I can't stand you and your old-fashioned mindset and your condescending attitude and your dumb, rugged face. Yeah, what about you with your fancy shoes and shiny hair? My hair? What about your stupid belt? You don't like my belt? What about those glasses? They make you look like a nerd. They make me look smart! And I have to go through extra hurdles to be taken seriously in the workplace. Besides, they're no dumber than that ridiculous cowboy shirt. Fine! It's gone! Good! Your shirt is also dumb. Fine! (sighs) And I hate your skirt. And I hate your hat! No! Wait... Leave it on. Jack's hands found their way to Charlotte's ample breasts and cupped them. Aching with desire, Charlotte ran her hands down Jack's rippling abdominal muscles. It was electric. Jack felt himself swell with need. He had a boner. With one strong hand, Jack pulled her in and kissed her on the mouth. He whispered in her ear. You make me want to delete my Tinder account. Charlotte unzipped his pants, freeing his engorged manhood. Jack reached around and placed both of his hands on her perfect cheeks. Butt cheeks. He lifted her up like she weighed nothing and placed her on his work table. Jack brought his fingers to his mouth, wetting them on his tongue. He slipped one finger in her warm, slick cleft. Waves of sensation pulsed through Charlotte's body. Sensing her need, Jack thumbed her clit. Charlotte's orgasm was instant and totally real. Wow. Where did you learn to do that? You learn all sorts of things on a cattle ranch. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Jack kissed her passionately. Charlotte's mind went blank except for one thought. Need. She needed to have sex right then, and nothing would stop her. Wait. Do you have a condom? Uh, yeah. Can you put it on? Oh, uh, sure. Jack struggled with the wrapper. Um, you want me to do it? No. Jack opened the condom with his teeth and rolled it down his boner. It was difficult because of how erect his boner was. Jack's glistening shaft pressed against Charlotte's inner thigh. Without hesitation, Charlotte grasped his erect member and drew him inside her quivering flesh castle. Jack let loose on Charlotte's totally hot bod. Rhythmically, they thrust together. With each thrust, the sensations grew stronger until they thought they would be lost in them forever. I'm so close. Uh, ah! No, wait, wait. Charlotte prayed that Jack would stay hard for just like four more seconds. Three seconds, two seconds, one. Have a tissue?
Sometime later, April and Polly were sitting at the dining room table. So anyway, the whole movie kind of sucked. That does sound terrible. Why do women want to watch a movie about a misogynist jerk who gets a woman fired and tricks her into falling in love with him using mind-reading powers he gets by using beauty products? Why are all the movies about women so stupid? Fuck Mel Gibson. Just once, I wish I could watch an entire movie. Or listen to a podcast. Or podcast where women can have real discussions and storylines that don't revolve around men and their dicks. Well, I fucked him. Yeah! So, how was banging the CrossFit cowboy? He is such a dick. And has such a dick. It was so hot. So hot you're going to move to Texas and start doing CrossFit? (laughs) But you are going to fuck him again, right? Oh, absolutely. Too bad we're going to leave so soon, you probably won't get the chance. Did they really have to leave so soon? Charlotte probably wasn't going to get the job anyway, especially if she was going up against Beth. Why even bother? You know, maybe we don't need to make it to San Diego by Tuesday. We could hang here around here a little longer. What? What about your interview? I'm probably not going to get the job anyway, so why not stay a little while and enjoy ourselves? This shit again? What shit would that be, April? The shit where the moment you start feeling insecure, you bail. Polly and I came out here for you. Honestly, we've stayed too long as it is. We should go, like, right now. April, don't be ridiculous. I'm just having a little fun. Well, excuse me if I don't want to applaud my friend making yet another bad decision. Let's get moving. We should leave. Right now. The car isn't even ready. What is your deal? We can walk. Leave your shit. Let's go. Ladies, I want to introduce you to my sister. April? Yeah. Wait, do you guys know each other? Beth? April? Balls. What is Beth doing at the ranch? Will Charlotte and Jack's tryst blossom into a love story for the ages? Would anyone eat Polly's garlic pizza? And who's been running from their past? Find out next time on A Feminist Romance Novel Podcast. Temptations at Sweetwater Creek. A feminist romance novel podcast, Temptations at Sweetwater Creek, is a Cat Stash production. Starring Emily Laverdeer as Charlotte, Aaron Sheehy as April, Nicole Abondanza as Polly, Alex DeRue as Jack, Devin Courtney as Luke, Gregory Scott as Dylan, Amy Lee Frizzy as Beth, Liz Jakovsky as the announcer, and featuring R.H. Abdelghani as the narrator. Original song, Girls Like Horses, written by Catch Dash and performed by Alex DeRue, a fair use parody of Big and Rich. This episode featured an excerpt from Ella Wheeler Wilcox's 1902 poem, How Does Love Speak? Our show was written, produced, and directed by Catch Dash, Sam McGeary, Leah Bergenwald, and Ben Sandler. Foley, Audio engineering and original music composed by Jonah Garcia. Original artwork by Natalie Koskel. Dialogue recorded at the Bridge Sound and Stage in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Find us online at catsdash.net, facebook.com slash catsdashproductions, and catsdash on Instagram. For Catsdash, I'm Ben Sandler. Thanks for listening.